Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, January 16th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Shade Swap, a derivative swap plus stable swap. Hosted by Shade Protocol. Let's take a listen. You ready to we ready to leak the Alpha Law Alpha today? <laughs> yeah, for some reason I'm upset. For some reason it's not playing music. Um like normal so normally it plays music in the beginning of spaces but for some reason it didn't uh it didn't want to play i'd like to picture as elon wakes up and if and it, like he has like a watch on and it senses his mood and if he's in a bad mood then the twitter space and don't get music for the no day. no twitter spaces <laughs> oh man i would i would say it is probably the buggiest part of twitter i won't lie is the is the twitter spaces and they either crashing or things not working um but they still for the most part work which is nice yeah i mean considering the popularity of it of it as a tool you'd expect it to improve we'll see where twitter spaces are at in 2025 maybe by then we'll be able to have like videos live streamed with it that would be super nice um i uh i need to spend a little bit more time on the on the twitter space side but apparently you can upload like a banner um to and you can upload like a custom links and and things and images like that but i still need to figure out how to do that very cool we'll get there one day (laughs) happy day off but not day off because we schedule things (laughs) happy happy holiday for the people in the u.s specifically on work but yeah it uh it happens like that Did we the link the sucker in, in Telegram? Um, yeah, I was about to about to share that everywhere. So we gotta. This is gonna be a good one today for for anyone here early. Um, obviously, we're we want to give a rundown of where we stand with Shade Swap, Shade Blend, Silk. Um, some of the absurd innovation that's coming on the derivative side that we've just kind of confirmed. So excited to share some numbers and benchmarks tied to performance and the significance of it and yeah it's just going to be a really exciting twitter space overall just to give the community an update on the derivative swap and the stable swap yeah i think we'll give it a we'll give it a few more minutes here um probably till 11.05 or 11.06 and then we can we can get rolling i am currently just sending announcements out about the twitter space This uh, this year is already going way too fast. It's like January sixteenth. It, it's weird when you're a it's weird when you're a builder where like you want things to slow down, right? <laughs> things speed up. Oh man. Yeah, it's 
I mean, you want a bit of both. You want you want things to happen, but it's just weird to see the days like tick by as fast as they do. Yeah, it's it's um, it's an odd feeling of when you're constantly building things and you have your head down, and then you look up and you're like, oh, it is January sixteenth, and it's it's almost January's almost done. Yeah, but uh, copy link. Mm, all right well the other twitter space feature i wish there was is whenever you listen to a recording you know you always like fast forward for the first four minutes because it's just the whole <laughs> chattering while they spread things out you should be able to like choose when the recording starts, starts. yeah so yeah you, be way more professional you can, yeah host the host the space and have everything live but then you know that this recording starts at uh 11 yeah yep be a super simple feature too. Would not be that difficult. Yeah. Hey, we got secret Taz in the Welcome. space. Legendary. Oh, we had a let the record show. Taz had the best secret network memes back. Well, not really memes. Do like these tweet threads and these infographics. It was pretty. It was pretty spicy stuff. When is uh, Taz gonna make a comeback on Twitter? That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> the purple heart. Nice. Um, a ghost here too. One of my favorite shade maxis. Oh, welcome, Chad Throw. I uh, I follow you on Twitter personally. I I enjoy the things that you tweet. Cantaro, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. table swap master himself. <laughs> I uh, there was about there's about forty people coming, uh, according to Twitter. So hopefully people keep rolling in. But um, let's give it let's give it two more minutes here of. Carter and I aimlessly chattering, and then we can we can start the start the space. Yeah, I think we can kick off with the updates on Shade Swap and Shadeland yeah. because I'm sure people are going to be chopping at the bit on that, and then we can shift the conversation over to the derivative swap, the stable swap. Um, and I'm going to be pulling up the the list here of pairs and whatnot, just in case any questions come mm-hmm. up. We we can leak alpha, right? Uh, that's I was, I was assuming we were going to. So yeah, I mean, I think at at this point we've already teased like a lot of the pairs. So maybe maybe we can verbally share on here, and then if people want to leak it on Twitter, that's yeah, prerogative. Yeah, if people create threads, post post this Twitter space. That would be that would be their own doing, you know. But. Oh, I I don't know if there's anything better than coffee in the morning, <laughs> and being just on your couch and enjoying yourself. Coffee and crypto is pretty, and, and Twitter Spaces all together, all at once. Yeah, well, that's what we should have named into the interchange. To be honest, we should have named it Coffee and Crypto. <laughs> coffee and crypto. Yeah, I feel like we would have we would have attracted more individuals. They would have understood the vibe sooner. Yeah, probably. Can we TM that? Is there a way that we can state that that is now Carter and I's podcast per week? Coffee and crypto. I, I'm actually going to Google that right now. I like I, coffee and crypto. If it's not taken, I'm spinning that channel up it's right now. It's got to be spun up. There's no way. Coffee crypto. Let's see here. Yes, it exists. And said individual has 26.9K subscribers. So. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like he has a video covering Pulse Chain, so that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> so we could do it, but also just have better content. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 
Exactly, exactly. All right. Um, well, enough of the ideas and copying people that already exist. Um, I would say let's let's start this. Uh, so, welcome, guys. We are going to be talking about Shade Swap, um, how it can be both a derivative swap plus a stable swap today. Um, we're also going to be talking about pairings on the decks and what that will entail for users. But I am Daltz. Uh, Carter is with me today, lead researcher of Shade Protocol. But Carter, if you want to get into it, let's give a, a brief update on Shade Swap, where it's at, and then Shade Lend as well. Yeah, absolutely. So just in terms of timeline, um, we launched the Shade Bridge on December 28th. It was actually during the holiday season. So it was one of the most, like, I don't know, impressive and smooth launches considering we had half the team away um after that launch the team came back the first week of january on like uh essentially january 3rd and we immediately began uh deep diving the user testing on shade swap as well as incorporating feedback from our from our auditors um audit wise we are essentially like final report is believe complete and it's just the final remediations tied to those final final tweaks from from the auditor so that's been a very intensive like multi-month cycle the audits actually started in november so we're talking two and a half months of of auditing it was very thorough very expensive not gonna lie but obviously security first but now that the smart contracts are locked and loaded and uh, we we're able to test all the key user stories like right now i have the our, our test net up right now on the swap page on the pools page on the dashboard and functionally speaking 90 percent of the key user stories are good to go and now it's just ui tweaks so that when people people roll up for the first time uh they're impressed it matches the shade brand everything's cohesive throughout the entire app um swap technically is would would be launchable next week like you you could hit the launch button um and by next week i mean this week like we could have could have chosen to launch it this week but we prioritize making sure that the ui is seamless and all the user stories are are fully covered some really interesting features that i'm really proud of on on swap i think not a lot of people know about is we actually have single-sided liquidity providing um a part of the app from day one and i think it's incredibly well done in the user experience most dexes to date hide single-sided liquidity providing like really deep into the user story um, but when liquidity providers roll up on this app or users it's going to be like very obvious and, and very simple that hey you don't technically need 50 50 of both the assets we can handle all of that for you um, and some of our final tweaks on ui ux has been tied to making sure single-sided liquidity providing is in a good place but yeah, quite literally on testnet, we're pumped. We're doing final verification on stable swap amounts. That's the other um, besides UI. We want to make sure that the smart contracts are matching the router on the decks, are matching what the math says on on spreadsheets. So kind of doing a final formal verification that behaviors from front end API smart contract spreadsheets are all in line with each other that nothing's out of place because what we don't want is someone to roll up on the stable swap on day one, make a, a large trade and see a mismatch between, you know, what they told they were going to get through the router versus what they actually got. So 
um, seeing really good like, verification work this week primarily, and probably start of next week. Start of next week is really the the final final piece of the puzzle is that amount verification on swaps. So overall, we probably will be sharing this endpoint with some community members very soon. May, maybe even in the public um, Discord. So be sure to join the Shape Protocol Discord. Check out the testing channel because we'll probably be opening up this endpoint in the not too distant future once we are in a fully finalized spot just for final eyes on the product. Now on the Lens side, Lens really interesting because the smart contracts for Lend have actually always been further along than the smart contracts for Swap. So I am also pulled up on an endpoint here. We got the Vaults page, Borrow page, repaid, the Repay page, Earn page, and the Redeem page. So Lend is also completely functional on testnet right now. Um, the smart contracts were actually ready and audited and complete before ShadeSwap. So you can expect the turnaround time from ShadeSwap to ShadeLend to be quite short. Um, but in, in the full transparency of that, in that statement, there's at least two pages on the app that are going to have to see a UI overhaul just to make sure that it's a good user experience. So while smart contracts are locked and loaded on Lend, Silk is ready to go, Audit is done, pages are here, we want to make sure that we deliver a high quality lending product visually that's in line with the rest of the brand. But once again, to just like reaffirm, Swap is on testnet, Lend is on testnet, both are functional. Lend was actually functional before Swap. Um, but in terms of sequencing, having Lend launch first didn't make a lot of sense because um, Silk needs liquidity for it to really have utility out of the gates. So we, the sequencing really is Shade Swap goes live, pools get spun up, we make sure everything's stable on, on the stable swap um, for our test pairs on mainnet as well as the other assets. And then once those are good to go, once we're comfortable with UI UX, Lend will go out, Silk will go live, pools will be spun up on ShadeSwap shortly afterwards. So overall, we're super stoked. I, I don't think I've, it's, it's very rare to see a team like launch, you know, bridge December 28th, DEX, hopefully before end of January, and then Lend shortly after that. That's a, it's a pretty intense to get three big products out the door in a three month time span. Um, I'm pretty confident that we can get we can get shade swap out before end of of January. We're we're this this Wednesday. We're actually doing a sit down to determine the launch date. So it's just going to come down to the comfortability of the developers with respect to that verification process and with the UI. And from there, the the date will hopefully be getting solidified. So that's the the full full transparency on that. I'm I'm still bullish on getting this out um, before before January is done. So, Daltz, do you have any comments? Yeah, I think it, it's, it's a tough situation of, like you said, the sequencing. Because if you, if we particularly thought Len could go out beforehand, it, it probably could have been done, right? And Silk probably could have been live a, a little bit ago. But it's really tough on the economic side of there, there isn't enough liquidity. There, there isn't a lot of stability if it's just by itself. Partnering Silk with make most sense. That's the tough thing that we've tried in regarding like 
what products come out first or, or what products um, can we come out with before before the other ones. And so it's unfortunate um, a little bit because I, I really would have loved for Silk to be out a, a bit ago. Um, but it does make the most sense, even though it's not the, the fun thing to do. Um, it makes the most sense to launch these products in the correct order. And so I'm glad that everyone has had the patience to, to allow us to do things correctly. Um, I know it's not the, the most fun way. I know it's not the most, um, I guess, like ecstatic way to do things, um, but it is the right way to do things. And so I'm, I'm glad we have the time and we have the ability to, to do that and do, to, to do these things the right way. Yeah, at the end of the day, like we're gonna we're gonna prioritize security, verification, and user experience above shoving the product out. So even if we don't get this out before end of January, which is obviously the hope and like the what I'm hoping our, our target is, like it's it's coming, it's on testnet, and it's uh it's gonna be great to finally get these products out to the to the community. Yeah, absolutely. Safety. And I mean Worst comes to worst, uh, we we can do a, a test net release where everyone is allowed to test and report and give feedback, and then we can do a legitimate versioning launch. But that's that's besides the point. <laughs> um, I guess since we kind of covered the update, let's get into a little bit more of the of the space agenda. So obviously, we've we've discussed that ShadeSwap has the ability to be a normal AMM, a stable swap, and now also a derivative swap. So I guess what enables that, Carter, and and how well is that going to work for the, the derivatives and the stable coins on ShadeSwap? Yeah, so essentially um, when we sent, when we, when we set out to uh, design the stable swap, we had a really unique idea, which was to have asymmetric control over the stable swap curve and what what does this mean it essentially means like we have granular control over slippage and the relationship between between like the two tokens so as as we you know figured out the math and cantaro is actually present here we kind of kind of hit a realization where you know, the reason stable swaps like curve have symmetric curves is because order flow between the two tokens is expected to be symmetrical. As in, if I have USDT on one side and USDC on the other, and they're both pegged to the same thing, generally speaking, you can expect there to be back and forth volume relatively similar, right? You could think of this like in a, in a, in an order book in a, in a similar concept like it's uh it's it's a predictable set of buys and sells over the course of time because of the relationship between the two tokens and so as we you know design this, this this asymmetric curve we wanted to use it for for silk but we but what we discovered was was actually the asymmetric killer use case is not necessarily the stable swap because that's a symmetrical order flow the killer use case that no one else in DeFi has ever like used this type of curve for is, is derivatives by a significant margin. And let, let me explain why that is. So if you have a staking derivative, there's a, like in the, in the current curves, you, you distribute the liquidity 
underneath the curve like evenly throughout right even with concentrated liquidity right like it's it's on on both sides of the equilibrium point you're concentrating liquidity there the thing with derivatives is that they never trade above peg or if they do they don't go very uh, far above peg because the the order flow is that someone would mint out the derivative and immediately sell it on the decks and earn profit it's it's instant it's instant money if derivatives are ever over peg and so then there's this whole part of the the dex curve in AMM where liquidity is completely wasted on providing liquidity for price points that will never ever ever occur it just it will not occur because of the the arbitrage and so derivatives are also unique because they they usually have there's like a, a risk premium so if let's say the derivatives um like uh trading at a dollar in terms of what you can mint it at usually the dex is holding at a price at something of, of something like 97 cents and this 3 cent gap exists because it represents essentially the time value of money of if you bought the derivative and then waited the 21 day unbonding period to reclaim like the underlying L1 token right so now we have like two really unique factors we know that for the most part derivatives are going to have this this risk premium where the majority of trading happens in. And on top of that, we know that it's never really going to go above the minting price because of the arbitrage. And this is where the asymmetric stable swap is super interesting because we can, we can modify the tail on the left side for the prices that are never going to get hit. We can ratchet that up and put almost no liquidity on the left side of the curve on those price points that aren't going to get hit. And because it's an asymmetric curve, this essentially shoves all the liquidity from the left side into the concentrated region as well as a little bit on the far right side of the curve and the net result is what the math is showing right now is if you had 1 million in TVL you could essentially trade 10% of the pool with only 0.13% slippage so you can make a $100,000 trade in that concentrated liquidity region with only 0.13% slippage on a 1 million dollar TVL pool that is ridiculous. Like when we were first looking at the math, it was it was jaw dropping. And the cool part is like we have we still have that concentrated liquidity in the middle and it still actually goes slightly above the minting price point. So even if someone makes like a massive buy, right? They're not going to encounter that massive slippage um until they get past a certain buy point and they hit that shallow liquidity spot where no liquidity really exists because the trading environment doesn't sit there in like 99.9% of the of the time. So long and short, ShadeSwap is the most efficient derivative curve I have ever seen in decentralized finance. No one has ever created an asymmetric like concentrated liquidity curve and so we essentially stumbled upon hyper hyper capital efficiency for underlying L1 token trades into derivatives and vice versa. And like the, the super powerful part about this feature is we're essentially going to be having these onboarding pools where it's like, you know, Atom to ST Atom, Secret to Stake Secret, a Juno to ST Juno, right? And we don't even need those pools to be crazy deep, right? Because of how efficient the onboarding and offboarding mechanism is. And then once you, you know, once you get from the L1 token to the derivative, now you're connected to Silk as the primary router, the super deep, deep liquidity. So Long and short, derivative swap is going to be crazy powerful. I actually think it's the killer use case of ShadeSwap. And keep your eyes open for, for more derivatives to come to, to ShadeSwap.
That's that's awesome. And so I guess you are correct in the sense that it was a very honest mistake. And we were very focused on stable coins in regards to like actually creating the curve for stable coins and not derivatives. And then you find out this other killer use case, like you said, that we can actually use it for both. So if it's going to be that efficient for derivatives, I can only imagine that it won't be as efficient for stable coins, but it will still be pretty powerful. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, you can essentially set the parameters so that it's a normal um, symmetrical stable swap. And there's, there's some nuance there because it's still slightly different than curves concentrated liquidity, but it's, it's very, very similar, very, very similar. So the stable swap is essentially an asymmetric curve where we've set the parameters for it to be a symmetrical stable swap for the most part. There might be some subtle tweaks um, for the silk pools to be have capital protections for, for silk, which there's a lot of nuance there and it's more of like an edge case. But for the most part, it's going to be very similar to typical stable coin um, stable swaps. The only nuance is the, we kind of needed to still go through the process because we needed a dynamic Oracle. We needed to have a trading environment where it wasn't just dollar stable coins. Like we can, we can have a stable swap for a dollar stable coin to silk or a dollar stable coin to the Euro, right? There's other stable swaps out there. Um, in the cosmos, which I won't name by names, but recently launched their stable swap and they're not compatible with dyna- like um, two dynamic tokens, right? That are tracking different things, but are still stable. So we, we do have the capability of that on our, on our stable swap. And so we needed to go through that, that mental exercise to get that implementation in place out of the gates. I'll name them if you don't want to. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> no, no, but... I guess that that does lead into my next question of in in regards to like opportunities that people have to use different products, why would someone want to use shade swap over something like osmosis or crescent that they both have established stable swaps? I don't think either of them have derivative to derivative pairs. I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. And even if they do, they won't be able to match the efficiency. So like why would someone want to use ShadeSwap as a user over something like these? So it's a good question. Simply put, people in Cosmos DeFi are going to realize if you're not holding a staking derivative and you're a power user, you are consistently giving up staking yield that you could have earned if you held a derivative while participating in DeFi. And so as DeFi sees this staking derivative renaissance that I believe we're on the verge of in 2023, which I was actually mentioning this in 2022, looking forward to the staking derivative renaissance. I think we're going to see the majority of volume migrate to derivatives. And at the end of the day, those derivative holders are going to go where they can swap between, you know, ST Atom to ST Osmo. They're never really going to hold those underlying L1 tokens but there'll still be markets for those underlying L1 tokens because that's the, the safest form of the token. So I think ShadeSwap will become the center point for derivative trading because as we scale up into this world of derivatives and Cosmos, people are going to want the cheapest uh, and most reliable on-ramp and on-off-ramp for their L1 token. So I want to be able to mint out ST Atom as a whale, but then seamlessly sell you know, a massive derivative position back for the L1 with minimal slippage and minimal fees. And the curve we have 
supports that and no one else in the cosmos no one else in DeFi has this specific curve so i i foresee us being differentiated with that specific user story and then on top of that because silk is the the centerpiece of the the, the routing routing pairs um all those liquidity providers are going to love the idea of holding a stable coin while also holding a a derivative on on the other side of the pair so you have your lowest, it's very low impermanence loss-esque scenario, and you're earning staking yield to offset the derivative. So I think Shade is going all in on derivatives before any other decks in the cosmos. It's the centerpiece, and Silk's beautifully interwoven into the concept. And it just means a better liquidity provider experience. It means a better user story on user story on slippage and fees. And um, then it's just going to come down to users starting to migrate to shade swap and more and more derivative projects wanting to put their liquidity and their incentives on on shade swap yeah i think that i think that makes a lot of sense um i think the biggest thing for me is just the efficiency of what you specifically said like with the curve that we have and the tests that we've run with a million dollar deep pool you could make a hundred thousand dollar trade and accrue point one percent slippage that that's insane um i also do think that the other thing for me is the partnerships that we've been able to kind of have and generate throughout the cosmos and, and we're able to bring all of those partners to shade swap when the time is right and so i'm really really excited for the incentives that are coming and for the partnerships that we've made to make shade swap what it what it really should be and that's both on the derivative and stable coin side yeah do we want to do we want to tease the the silk pairs on this <laughs> i was i was actually going to my next question for you was going to be to talk about the silk pairings and what they were going to look like and kind of the economics behind why silk is going to be the de facto pair for things on ShadeSwap. Sure. So this is going to be a first time alpha leak. So anyone on this Twitter space, this hasn't been on Twitter before. So we're just going to rip through the silk pairs. Shall we? Shall we, Dalton? <laughs> we shall. Silk IST. Silk USDC, Silk USDT, Silk USK, Silk CMST, Silk Die, Silk Frax, Silk ST Atom, Silk ST Juno, Silk ST Osmo, Silk Staked Secret, and Silk Shade. Those are going to be um, the primary primary pairings. And in terms of why like was the question like why silk at the centerpiece how this benefits the protocol yeah like why why i guess in my mind i will use uh, osmosis as a comparison everything is paired to osmo correct so why are we choosing why is shade swap choosing to pair things to silk instead absolutely so like at the at the end of the day from a liquidity provider standpoint you want a minimal amount of impermanence loss with the maximum amount of trading fees and incentives. And so by having a stable asset as the base of liquidity, um, you're reducing the risk for your liquidity providers. And at the end of the day, this means when, when there's less risk that a liquidity provider is taking on, this ultimately means that the APR is lower 
And when APRs are lower, that's actually a healthy thing for the protocol because it means they're spending less money to attract a corresponding amount of TVL. It's kind of a myth out there like, oh, like 200% APR, that should be like this great thing. It's like, no, that means you're taking on an insane amount of impermanence loss. And that's how much you need to be paid to justify the capital that you're bringing. So over the long haul, you're very strong market makers prefer, prefer the kind of stable asset setups and the and the derivative setups too because then they're not missing out on the on the staking yield and the benefit for this too is like people are going to be able to lock up collateral in shade lend mint out silk and immediately have access to 20 you know 20 pools that they can trade that silk that they just minted out so by having silk be the centerpiece of the decks lend because becomes an insanely powerful use case because Right now, the other stable coins out there that have lending products, they all have pretty shallow liquidity. They don't necessarily have a DEX built around their stable coin. Barring Kajira, I give props to Kajira for following like the you know DEX plus stable coin model, but order book liquidity is still very, very shallow versus the strategy that we're kind of going for here. So I think the biggest biggest benefit is it's it's better for liquidity providers, it's cheaper for the protocol, and it gives more utility for people using shade land out of the gates. Yeah, the the whole in-app experience, I don't think people will particularly I get we can frame it in our heads, right? Because we we've, we've seen it on testnet. Um it's it's hard to kind of wrap your head around until you see it on your screen and you go, "Oh damn, there are six products here. I can come in and out of this ecosystem on shade." no problems there's a bridge there's a dex there's a lending product um it will be extremely powerful once people truly see the whole application live on their on their uh desktop um i will go back to what you said though about aprs being high because you explained this to me a long time ago and it never truly made sense in my head until i started moving liquidity around and it finally clicked of high APRs aren't necessarily good. High APRs represent the risk that you have to take on to earn the rewards. And so it's always, it, I always used to think like, oh, high APRs, I'm going to put all my capital in there and, and earn rewards without, without any risk. Um, and it's, it's not, it isn't that, right? Because the, the higher the APR, the, the more risk there is in that pool. And so there are certain parameters that you have to really be locked in on your own head and your own um, decisions to make sure that you don't have impermanence loss. Or if you are going to have impermanence loss, you have to minimize that as much as you can. And so that was something that didn't ever really make sense in my head. But when you explained it, that in an APR percentage, just the risk, assuming that yeah, yeah, you're you're on mute. Well, there's think, a, or... Oh, I was I, I was going in and out there, but the the interesting part is like the only time high APRs are actually very lucrative is when there's essentially a gap between what APR is going to settle at versus what it starts at. So like, you know, in the first 24, 48 hours of some pool's existence, if it's like 250% APR because there's rewards there and no one has like jumped in, 
that technically can be very lucrative. But once the pool state, once the market kind of determines what the risk reward ratio is, it's pretty fixed at that point in time. Um, and at that point, that's when it really comes down to a calculation of how much volatility is this pair going to have? What's the opportunity cost of being in this pool versus versus elsewhere? What's the what's the risk of impermanence loss? And um, fundamentally, our our job is to have as many users trading across you know liquidity providers pairs as possible to give them the fees that justify the risk they're they're taking on. So that's the sustainable way of supporting liquidity providers is is users. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Um, so. I guess just to recap a little bit, we've we've talked about why ShadeSwap is able to both be a derivative swap, a stable swap, and then thirdly as well, just a normal AMM. We've also discussed why someone would want to use ShadeSwap potentially over competitors um, and other products that exist in the cosmos. We have also discussed the plans on what pairs will come out once uh, Silk is live. Let's talk a little bit about the incentivization strategy behind current pairs and where we're focusing liquidity and why. In in that sense, is it cheaper to put liquidity and incentives on other pairs or specific pairs rather than others? Yeah, 100%. So the current, I actually have the chart pulled up right now, the current projected emission schedule, which eventually this will become governance votes, but but right now, of course, this is the the core community contributors, protocol contributors that kind of come up with distribution, but 61% of LP emissions will be towards stable, stable pairs. Um, 15% roughly will be on silk to derivative pairs. Uh, 10% is projected to be on the um, shade pairs in essence. And then only 6.56% is on those hyper-efficient derivative pairs that we were talking about earlier. So not that much emissions have to be spent to attract a significant amount of capital on those derivative pools because of their, their capital efficiency and because of their risk profile. So from a liquidity provider's perspective, if you're, if you're teeing up to wanting to support Shade Protocol, be sure to prep those, those stable coins mentioned earlier. I'm super pumped about the derivative to silk pairs too. I think those ones are going to be super exciting. And for any of you shade folks that want to earn earn shade with shade, there's still going to be some of those traditional pairs. But the twist is that shade is either tied to something like ST Atom, Stake Secret, or tied to another shade product in the form of silk. So the silk shade pair is going to become kind of the liquidity black hole of of shade swap. That's that's aiming to be one of the the deepest pools i think that makes the most sense right <laughs> if it was something else then then why would we be here but um yeah it's it's interesting to to see how much percentage is needed for for the type of of pairing because like you said like there's only six percent needed on the derivative pairs to kind of give an equilibrium compared to stable coins or shade pairings uh and things like that so it's it's very interesting to see those those breakdowns as to how efficient a specific pairing is and if it's a derivative if it's a stable coin or if it's more of a, a volatile asset, so like something like atom or or shade but i think my last question carter is there anything 
specifically that you have on your mind that you think is neat about shade swap that you would want to to discuss and if not we will then open it up to community ama here for the last like 20 to 15 minutes or so and so if anybody has questions you can raise your hand and, and we'll try and answer them as best as we can i mean i won't won't dive into to privacy because i could obviously type talk about privacy for an infinite amount of time with these products i won't talk about silk and its unique features in its own right as a stable coin but what i will talk about is i think it's extremely rare in crypto to have two primitives like swap and lend live side by side both with beautiful ui ux and have like such a symbiotic relationship without you know tokens pulling incentives in different directions and so what i'm most excited about is when we can start you know supporting derivatives on lend when these LP tokens that liquidity providers are minting out, when they can start locking that up in Lend to mint out Silk, like the user stories are so cohesive and so strong. And it ultimately is just going to allow people to do more with their capital. We're giving them more options, more optionality. And it's, it's going to be a beautiful thing. So I can't wait to get this into the community's hands. Yeah, I think one of the, one of the really best quotes, and I'm paraphrasing, so don't slaughter me if I slaughter this quote. but one of the one of the best quotes that I've I've read about startups is if your product saves users time, it's a good product. If your product saves users money, it's a good product. But if your product saves users time and money, it's a great product. And I, I think we've established the fact that ShadeSwab is more efficient than most everything in the cosmos currently. So you are saving users money. Now, the time question is a little bit iffy because privacy is unfortunately a little bit more of a cost right now sometimes than it can be a, a benefit um, in regards to UX and, and things like that. I do, however, think once people see this application live that we have to the best of our ability in current, like current abilities solved the ux problem of privacy and it looks feels and functions extremely well like you said with with user stories and just the flow of the product and that's chalked up to an extremely large amount of engineering hours move to make and making sure that it makes sense and if they do take that move it leads to something productive and so I, I would say, in my own opinion, ShadeSwap also does save you time in regards to every application is on the page. If you want to lend, if you want to mint out Silk, if you want to swap that Silk that you just minted out, it, it's one click away, right? There's, there's not four different applications on four different websites that you have to go to. You can mint out a, a secret derivative. I'm going to stumble over my words, a secret staking derivative. You can mint out things like Silk. You can swap into different assets on the DEX. You can put your assets into a bond on the website. Like all of that is there. And so I, I do think intrinsically this, this application does solve users' time. And that's why I feel so great about Shade because I do think it's a great product that saves everyone both time and money. And I'm very, very excited for people to be able to use this um, very, very soon and, and get a feel for, for what DeFi should be.
Yeah, hundred percent. I think I think the key user stories we're going to be solving after lend and swap, in my opinion, is is what's going to be the cherry on top. Is once we can get essentially a faucet set up um, on the bridge, so that users who don't have seat, like essentially, we don't want users to arrive at the website and then not be able to do anything because they don't have secret. So we need to solve that that core that core problem is like really big for us to solve in twenty twenty three, and then. Eventually, we want you know MetaMask user. We want we, we want people with as many wallets as possible to have that cohesiveness and compatibility on the website. So um, once we get the core primitives out, it's just about making those user stories as seamless and easy as possible because we don't want people to feel the pain of having privacy for the products. We actually want people to come to the site and say, "Wow, this is like the best UI UX I've ever had," and I'm also getting privacy, and I and I barely feel the privacy that's 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 the end state we're pushing towards yeah i think the the two biggest things i'm excited for are the gas problem and then like you said the the wallet integration with un, like undeniably the the most adopted wallet in probably crypto is, is metamask like undeniably so and so it, it's it's a little bit counterintuitive in my mind to try and engineer solutions um, that are different than you should probably engineer the solution towards the thing that's the most adopted. So I'm really excited for those two two uh, problems that that we're looking into to solve for Shade. Um, I think we can probably open it up to community AMA. Uh, we got about 15 minutes. So if anybody does have questions, uh, feel free to raise your hand. If you don't know how to raise your hand, you should be able to either click on the bottom taskbar or click on the three dots and be able to raise your hand. If you have a question, um, please feel free to, to do so and we will bring you up and we can have a, have a conversation. So if you do have a question, please raise your hand um, and we will, we will bring you up. Carter, is there anything else that's that's on your mind, or do you have any questions for me particularly as well while we wait? When? Well, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, like you said, I think I think our timeline um, is pretty solid right now, and I do feel really really good about about uh, January. So we will see. Yeah, I mean, well, it's it's all it'll. We're gonna we're gonna launch the products as they're safe and as, as and as long as they meet the UI standard and we still have verif some ver ver verification left. So I'm optimistic, but if it if it has to get pushed into February in the name of safety, security, UI, all that, it is what it is. But I'm I'm really hoping we can get this the sucker out the door. So we shall see. Yeah, I I agree. Maybe Carter, maybe we just did an extremely good job of summarizing why someone should should uh, give a damn about Shade Swap. Nobody seems to have any questions. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, like Red. <laughs> What's that? Oh, we have a request. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Red, you're you're on. Hey guys, can you hear me? Gotcha yeah. for sure. Sweet. This has been phenomenal conversation. Uh, super, super excited for the launch of both uh, Shade Swap and Shade Lend. Um, this is kind of related to uh, Shade Swap. Are there any um, plans right now for the use of the assets that were acquired through uh, Shade Bonds that were launched earlier this year? Uh, That's a great question. So, Answer is yes. Like liquidity is being migrated over to Shade Swap. Like ninety, ninety-five percent of liquidity, um, 
we still actually need to get liquidity on osmosis bolstered slightly, not not an insane amount, but just a little bit. And then there's quite a bit of liquidity um, on on Sienna that will get transferred over full transparency. Uh, and there's also a bunch of uh, STKD dash secret that's just sitting there passively generating yield um, on the DAO that will also probably get turned into to liquidity as well. So you can expect some base amount of liquidity from those bonds out of the gates. Thanks. I appreciate that. Awesome. Thanks, Brad. Um, always, always, again, asks very, very good questions that are, that are quite well thought through. Um, so I, I appreciate you being, being on and listening and, and asking questions. Um, Let's see if anybody else, I know Ghost says he never has a mic, unfortunately, so he usually can't talk. Um, if anybody doesn't feel comfortable actually using their voice, you are more than welcome to reply in the in the thread to this Twitter space, and we can answer questions that way as well. I can verbally read them to Carter, and, and we can answer questions like that. If you, if you don't want to, quote-unquote, dox yourself for, for coming on and speaking, but... Um, if anybody has any questions, please please do come up. We are we are more than happy to to answer. I also could pose a counter question to the audience. Has anyone used the shade bridge? And if so, what have you thought of it? That is a good question. <laughs> I know I know some people there we go. Yeah. Use a use actually yeah. let's let's do that. You if you have used the shade bridge. And it was a positive reaction. Um, use a positive emoji. And if you had a so-so interaction, then potentially use the thumbs down emoji or the crying emoji. <laughs> and we can, we can, I can scroll through here and see if people have used the bridge. It looks like a Opa Rio has reply. Goy has very cool. Car obviously Carter has. <laughs> Um, I know some people were experiencing some bugs uh, with bridging to Kujira. Um, and so I do know that the team is looking into that um, as we speak and, and making sure that that bug is, is fixed. I did also see somebody had a bug with a um, unexpected token type zero. So we will also look into that as well. Um, that was in our Discord, but... Uh, I'm glad that people have had a lot of good re uh, interactions, and it looks like Ghost may have a mic, so you're on stage. Welcome. Oh boy! Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, no, I have a mic. It's just uh, usually dead in my earbuds, so <laughs> I, I finally charge them. But uh, what's going on, guys? It's a pleasure to be up here. Um, really good to listen to the combo today. I'm incredibly excited for everything going on. Um, I did try to use the bridge the other day. I believe I saw something on Twitter about being able to use um, the bridge first uh, liquid stake tokens through stride. Um, but I was getting some errors. Is there an issue with ledgers right now? Or is there another way to go about it? Um, that was something yeah. I ran into. So thanks. In, in my understanding, ledgers in work but ledgers out are having some issues um i was talking with sisson sisson j shade um but from my understanding ledgers in work and ledgers out have some have some issues but i know he is currently looking into it um and that is also on our bug list 
Okay. Yeah, I was gonna um, say we can we can we can troubleshoot that. I I'm able to work with no no ledger. It's been seamless. Um, we did make an update on Stride because essentially Stride's IBC transactions are actually free right now, and our front end was designed to to detect like, hey, you have zero of the gas token of the underlying L1, so we're gonna throw an error, um, which was the wrong behavior tied to the bridge. So we just just updated that so that the front end's cool with free transactions from Stride. But I wonder if there's a disparity between that behavior and the ledger. So if you, I'll, I'll check you a DM. If you could try it without a ledger if, sometime, if that works, that'd be good to know because then we know it's just, just ledgers. Alternatively, I'll try it with a ledger today too. Um, but thanks, thanks for letting us know. We'll see what we can do to fix that. Yeah, not a problem. I'll actually uh, give that a try right now and let you guys know. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for thanks for coming on, Ghost. Um, I guess we have we have about five minutes left. Um, so if anybody's just absolutely dying to ask a question, or even if you just want to say that you're stoked for Shade Swap, um, you're you're more than welcome to come up um, and and kind of have that conversation, or just let us know. But uh, Carter, any any final closing words that you that you have? I give a shout out to Secret Austin in the audience. He's been grinding his heart out on on front end with Shade Swap. So just big round of applause to all the the developers. It's it's easy to spread and evangelize the story of Shade Protocol. Um, it's much harder to be the ones in the trenches building it. So just want to give a big round of applause for for Austin and all the front end developers, contract developers, getting these products to the finish line. Really proud of all the work they've done. I was gonna say, I wonder if I wonder if people know how many engineers are working on Shade Protocol. Do you have that number, Carter? Um, it 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 ranges, but I would say a solid a solid ten to to fifteen to twenty. <laughs> it depends on which product <laughs> we're talking about. Somewhere between ten to twenty. I yeah, I think I think on like a, if we're gonna overall basis, just like all products. Um, I think there's like close to eighteen. Um developers working on uh con like consecutive products together which is also another reason why we've been able to you know like work and collaborate and create seven products in what the span of 12 months i think you and i were talking about carter where we're gonna have yeah. seven or eight products live in the span of like 13 months and that's just psychotic um no one roughly, does that it's according to some math I've done. It's it's roughly thirty thousand hours spent building in a single year across the developers. Good lord. So yeah, if anybody, unfortunately, if anybody goes well, Shade Swap has been taking way too long. Shade Swap, Shade Protocol hasn't um, launched on time. There's your answer. There's there's thirty thousand hours put in to make sure that this is top of the line shit that you get to use. So if anybody has any doubts, then unfortunately that was just that was the answer. Thirty thousand hours and, and eighteen people working on all of these applications. And then I think there's eight that will that will be out by the time Lend and Swap go live. So once you see the web page, I promise you it will make sense. Once you see that application and you see all of those applications on the left hand side of your of your web page you will understand the the benefit to using shade um 
but I will I will get off my soapbox because uh, I'm on it frequently. But a lot of hours. <laughs> That's the yeah. math on that was essentially fifty. We'll say roughly fifty work weeks in a year, multiplied by forty hours, multiplied by fifteen people. So, and there's plenty of people that have worked way more than than forty hours. Yeah. But if you just average fifty weeks, forty hours, fifteen fifteen devs, it's roughly thirty thousand hours, which is pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a a good spot to end on. Um, we are we are extremely excited, guys. We are closer than we've ever been to actually launching these products and getting them out to to users to use with with liquidity as well. And so I think everyone's just super grateful we're all in a really good spot um we're all really really excited and 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 stoked just to again get these products out but if you haven't followed us um make sure to follow us shade underscore protocol on twitter make sure to join the discord join the telegram make sure to get involved in the community um we're working on some really really cool i'll i'll plug my end of the of the project right now we're working on a community involved project that will be quite interesting once we get it out carter i don't know if you have any final thoughts on that as well i think we should hold off on that type of alpha alpha, alpha. i agree i agree but um yeah it's it's i think just the a culmination of hard work and time and effort and so again we're really excited um this space is recorded as well so i will at the end of this make sure that it's that it's live and then if you want to share or create a thread as to what we talked about on here um the the protocol twitter will support you so again thanks everyone for joining um have a great morning afternoon evening wherever you are and uh we will we will see you soon and be sure to join telegram and discord we might get a endpoint set up so people can test out swap and lend in advance so be sure to join the community awesome thanks guys thanks carter thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was shade swap a derivative swap plus stable swap hosted by shade protocol recorded on monday january 16th 2023 for terraspaces.org i'm finn thanks for listening if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now, with Spark IBC enabled. When I'm cruising, I'm rushing, no booze on my tongue. When I'm losing my cool like a bruiser in London, the rules are confusing, so let loose the juices and try not to act like they tightened up the noose. These fools are abused like a problem stepchild, ruling the coop with some modest exile. I'm lost in the cube with the softest textiles, a comfy padded room where I'm walking my best miles. So wipe the smirk off your face when you're serving I'm up with a platter of bait behind the curtain Up with the curse, it's absurd to swerve it Letting these nerds know the wait was worth it I'll perk it up while I serve in some bullshit This ain't my first rodeo surrounded by humans Opinionated merchants trying to steal your worth It's getting on my nerves, so let's make them feel nervous Tit for tat when I'm spitting this rap shit Getting sick with it like I'm kissing bats It's spreading sickness like a fucking pandemic Gun to my head like write the damn epic My mood is exhumed from the darkest mistakes Sitting down in hell cooking up these
these mixtapes Living through nightmares and dreamscapes It takes more patience than a hospital police state So lock it down, locked and loaded like they come for your guns Fuck no, we won't be getting onto that bus Quietly sit back and watch the riot beat While the cops get filmed pirating all your privacy Sign on the dotted line and wave your rights And wave goodbye and pay no mind You gotta wash the brain and erase the time Now shut the fuck up while we wait in line Tell the spaces.